This is Realize Radio, episode 8. We're jumping right in. Well, hello, hello, Murph. Hey, bud. How you doing? Hey, I'm so good. How are you? Rocking and rolling here. You never get in here before Rambo does. Look at you. Making up for... (laughs) For for, for mistakes, you know how... Making up for lost time from that time warp. Yep. I see you. That's good. Oh, well, speaking of Rambo, here we go. Rambo's here. Rambo's here. (laughs) Hey, hey, Rambo. Hello. How's it going? (sighs) Pretty good. Busy day. We're recording on a different day. It's got me all thrown for a loop. Different day, different time. Yeah, I forget how much of a routine person I am. When we didn't record yesterday, you know, it's like, what do I do with my evenings? What do I do with my Friday night? Yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> you find stuff. You find stuff to do. Fun stuff. But <laughs> I'm, this, I'm kind of sad, though, knowing this is our eighth, this is our last little one of this run, y'all. I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic. Yeah, eight, eight down. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about the George Floyd thing again. That it was the trial and it was and it was wrong it was um i thought it was gonna be not guilty and yeah Hmm. and it's just um that was a bit of a bit of a shocker but i also feel like they haven't sentenced him so are they either are they gonna give like a ridiculous sentence like three months and three weeks or something you know where it's Mm -hmm. then then causes so they've had like the positive negative sandwich you know mm-hmm. yeah oj simpson was was sentenced to 33 years after he like uh stole that merchandise back from himself or 33 <laughs> months or something yeah he was a 33 in his sentence you know to your point rainbow yeah we did we did uh kick around the idea i mean pretty strongly that he was going to be found not guilty and that was going to cause the wave of, of of uh rioting that we had kind of predicted um, I really thought that was going to happen, or I was predicting that was going to happen. Uh, but I'm actually not surprised because he was guilty on all three counts, and the way that the language is, and the 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 what he what he's guilty of, and how it was actually presented in the court. There's a loophole in there somewhere, and I know that they're going to pull at that loophole eventually, and he's going to be. I think I think he eventually at a, a, a retrial, or even even if it gets to a retrial, I'm not, but something is going to happen where they're going to pull the rug under this. Of yeah, of guilty of three charges. Yeah, I feel like it's it's not going to stick, is it? And there's your three. You know, it wasn't yeah, just again. one. <laughs> Why did they have to even charge him with three things? Why did there have to be even three on the table? I mean, yeah, there had to be. What I don't understand with it with murder, don't you really have to go out with the intent to murder? You do. Like, he, he turned up to a radio call, let's say it was real. He turned up to a police call out, you know, and it's we've seen the videos that he wasn't actually murdering him. So, mm. like, how's it murder? Yeah, his knee wasn't even on his neck, couldn't have caused the asphyxiation. I mean, just, um, I, I feel that all of this is uh, building up hope. You know, we talk about Loosh, Loosh being, I think it's both sides. I really do believe that Loosh. Yeah, it's just going to. Build it up now yeah, for the the hope, eight weeks. Nothing feels worse than when your hope is 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 dashed. When your hope is like, uh, is your your balloon is is burst. You know, there in in that moment. Ugh. And did you see that? Did you see that news article of um the Chauvin guy saying, "Oh, the fact checkers said it was it was him in court." I I mean, where do we even begin? 
USA no, Today. Ugh. Interesting what, what they what it actually said in the post. The, the the language the way it was worded was very interesting. It said that no evidence exists to give reason to doubt that that is the right person, mm-hmm. which is interesting because the person that we're talking about doesn't exist. So of course you, you can't have any evidence, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to read it strictly speaking, they're actually correct. They always tell us the truth. The the linguistic gymnastics is spectacular. It really is. It's so good, you know, because they're telling us the truth by these these purposeful miswordings. You know, they always do. I, and something that I found with this particular trial, when when the first when it when it first happened, when D- Derek Chauvin was being described in the media, you know, his neighbors were talking about him and everyone said he was a quiet guy. We never, we never saw him. He just kept to himself. We never saw him. They didn't know that he was a police officer. They, we didn't even, a police officer lives here? We didn't know that. You know, usually, I find usually that. The, usually you have your, your squad car in the driveway. Yes, you certainly do. Right. Or pulling in. People would notice a cop car pulling in every single day and leaving every single day. People would notice that in a neighborhood. But what happened to the other guys, the other policemen? Like, weren't they all with him as well? Weren't they, like, at they one were... point getting arrested? I remember seeing a video of them. They, the, the CGI folk did a breakdown on all their names. All their names are completely magical names. All, of them. all I can remember is the open your eyes guy. The, the, Asian, the Asian cop who's also wow. kneeling down, and he is literally, and he's kneeled in front of a bus as the bus is pa- passing by. And the bus behind him says, open your eyes. And he's positioned right in the middle, like his eyes are. It's just. When I think of all that now, I think it's all done in a studio. I think it was all in a studio. There's no way they could wait for that bus to drive by so so purposefully and happenstance. New media, y'all. New media. So in conclusion, everything we're getting through the mainstream media is false. And it's time for us to start a new media revolution. We're part of it. We're part of it. I mean, it's happening around us. It's being built around us. It's not happening. We're not the only ones. It's happening around us. And I think a rising tide will lift all boats. So I think um, we are in a cool position. I think we should just keep doing what we're doing. I think that videos is the definitely the next step to a YouTube channel. And the thing is, we could like, for instance, you could like pick on a news story or like a mainstream news story, for instance, yeah, Evergreen or something. And we could break down the news and contradict the news reporter and stuff like that. You know, I feel like that would be yeah. quite fun. And we could just oh, make like our loads own of them. Channel? Like, yeah, we could channel? make loads of them without really like saying, right, we're going to put it out on this. Day. We just make a bunch of them and then just put them out individually and even onto other platforms, you know. Yeah. We, we have a lot of people who actually do look at us. And I saw a post today who look at us saying that instead of going to like regular media, mm-hmm. they go to our accounts. I this- bookmarked that. I bookmarked that. It's very important, significant. We're new wave media. We're not, we're not mainstream. We're like a new slipstream. We're, we made our own little tributary and we're heading to the ocean, baby. <laughs> you said it last time, our thoughts have value. There is a marketplace for our thoughts. We're kind of at the, we're kind of at the, um, we're, at, we're positioned in a strange place where you know, we're not really at the forefront of this. I'm starting to realize how many other people were, were thinking these things. There's just something about this time. There's something about this time and this medium, the, tw- the medium of Twitter, all of us kind of congregating on Twitter and then kind of spreading out through podcasts. You, you, you know what the big difference is? I didn't like get into this stuff until like George Floyd, like 
And, and like May, June, and then July, I hit your account and boom, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> Sayonara. I can't sleep anymore. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Murph. Well, you're making me see 33s everywhere. I, I don't think that that's quite even, but um, <laughs> you're losing sleep. I'm seeing 33s. It's, it's, it's crazy. But at any time of the day, if I'm on Twitter or whatever like that, anybody can sit there and ask me a question and I'm there. I'm there with them. If they want to jam, I'm ready to jam with them. If they, if they have something, something good to say. So, so in other words, like people always like to feel like, like the person that they look up to or the person they think is cool is somebody that they can actually reach out to and will talk to. And so many assholes are out there who are like, quote unquote, famous or like, like, like influencers or whatever the fuck you want to call them. But, but they don't want to talk to people. It just naturally, just we just kind of naturally all came together in a way. And then the podcast naturally came afterwards and yeah so that initial the availableness because yeah. murph we were we were just sending questions back or like you know question com, question answer question answer answer question and you know and it was like it was such a interesting immediate back and forth same with you rambo like we just i don't know it was like it we were just so desperate to share if you hadn't been that open to talking to new people it wouldn't be this podcast today. Yeah, I think so. Because that's with everybody. Anybody who reaches out, I, I dialogue. I dialogue with everybody. It gets a little overwhelming sometimes. It gets a, a lot of overwhelming sometimes. But I genuinely enjoy it. And I think it's a, a, a very fruitful exercise. And I think it's good for my soul. And I, I always wanted people to understand me my whole life. I was like, why doesn't anybody ever understand me? <laughs> but here's the, here's, the, here's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is this, is that we're sitting on a situation where we can actually be compensated mm -hmm. for what we enjoy doing and what you oh, say yeah, is good yeah. for your soul. Mm -hmm. And it can be monetized in a way that like, 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 but there, like, I I don't, there, there are ways to like, we've talked about, we've talked about getting on a Patreon and doing more like in personal stuff, more, you know, chatty, more chatty stuff. Um, just kind of continuation of this, but maybe a little bit more, um, freestyle and maybe bring on like some guests and have some real interaction like we've explored that and I think that that could actually be really fun especially when we take a break I think that we'll have some more time and we'll be desperate to chat so having that set up you know for a realized radio uh experience is going to be really I think that that'll be that'll be a first step but then also in the future you know I think that if people like us whatever we do we could you know I do want to write a book one day and I think it would be really cool if people were like that's human vibrations book you know, <laughs> I'm going to buy that book. I thought, it's you know, definitely be... possible. We wrote it today. It would, be, it would be bought tomorrow. Let's put it that way. I mean, it's everything's yeah. it, 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 it's, in, it's in, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm just you get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> I'm the new Oprah and everyone gets a car. <laughs> OK, Rambo, save me, please steer this steer this ship back to the harbor. Possible. The ship's not even there. I can use <laughs> Where is the ship? Where's that ship? Back. Not even there. Did you guys see that that ship is going to be lost at sea for like a year? People are going to be stuck on that ship for a year. What was that article about? Like not a, okay, it's out of the it's out of the Suez Canal, but oh, it's stuck in the ocean for a whole year. What do we do? Yeah, why didn't we get any like interviews from like the captain or anything like that? We got nothing. Cuz they're stuck on a ship for the whole year, Rambo. Well, no, we can't talk to them. They're on a ship. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Of course, <laughs> How convenient yeah. is that? Like, okay, they're gonna want to talk to these crewmen. So what do we say? What do we say? What do we say? Just tell them that we're stuck on the ship. Perfect. Perfect. We'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in a year. <laughs> <laughs> a whole year. 
It's probably going to be 366 days, y'all. You know it will be. We'll all be dead from the vaccine by then. <laughs> no. That with the vaccine, did you see that vaccine news article of it was saline? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, I did a little thread on that. I started noticing. I mean, we've, okay. We have been talking about that since day, since episode one. We've been, like, we have been kicking around the idea that the vaccine is is a, a therapeutic saline. It's just a, what they call physiological saline. There's nothing, there's nothing been, there's nothing bad. It's not, there's no toxins in it. There's none of the, you know, it's not, it's not a vaccine. And they say that all vaccines are mixed with saline. That so, so they say that that's, that's kind of what vaccines are made of. If you look at vaccine ingredients, the, the, the nine, the, the key, the major ingredient, what makes it a vaccine and delivery deliverable is that it has saline in it. And it takes it from a concentrate, as they say, into this mixed mixture. What I propose is that this, I mean, and potentially all vaccines, because I don't really believe in vaccine science or, or virology, maybe all vaccines have been this innocuous saline solution with no, with no extra, I mean, none of this, they call it placenta or uh, aborted babies, fetuses, uh, mercury, um, all these heavy metals and toxins and formaldehyde. What else do they say are in vaccines? All sorts of random stuff, you know? Um, and it creates that division. The, divi yeah. the division anti-vax and pro-vax has always been right. there, hasn't it, as well? And so now all these news articles, out of nowhere, after we've been saying, like, hey, maybe maybe vaccines aren't bad. Maybe they're actually not bad at all. Maybe they're, they're totally harmless and there's nothing in there. After we say that multiple times and kind of uh, hammer on it, we get all of these news articles out of nowhere about people getting saline-only injections. How interesting is that? All over the all over the United States. I did a thread. I think there was like ten states. Also happened in Canada. Um, the Matrix giving us what we want. Is it is it that we are pushing against the boundaries of the system of of the the wireframe? I'm borrowing that phrase. Are we pushing against the the the, the wireframe of this Matrix and? Is it somehow like reflecting back at us or something? You know, like what we, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Remember back in, in January before the uh, before Trump left office or whatever, I remember people were, were talking about how the Twitter was amending their rules and their guidelines and that people were talking about, they were worried that they were going to, um, that they were going to be, uh, that their accounts were going to be shut down because of their anti-vax uh, positions. Yes. yes. And people and people were going through and, and changing their profiles. Right. Getting rid of all kind of mention about anything to do with, with vax or whatever. Yes. And talking about going through their posts and purging their posts so they wouldn't get taken down and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't know. I, I didn't really think anything about it, but I didn't delete anything. You didn't delete anything. Rambo didn't delete anything. We're very open about everything. I don't censor myself at all, Never. really. And we never have any trouble. So it begs the question, like, that, like, we're not being, they're not trying to shut people like us down, saying these kinds of things. You know, the only time I'd ever been shut down on Twitter, the only time I'd ever been suspended, this is before I had human vibration. This is actually when I thought that all of the, the dark, the deep, deep, dark stuff was going on. And I had a really small account and I would just like, just forward stuff about, you know, the queen being a, a pedivore and, you know, the normal stuff. Okay. <laughs> the, the usual, the starter pack. Yeah, the QAnon starter pack. 
Um, but what I got suspended for was saying that Steven Spielberg was involved in the murder, um, the the rape and murder of um, the little girl who actually looks a lot like John Benet Ramsey. What was her name? She was in Poltergeist. Heather O'Rourke. And I think she's actually a template. Of, I don't think she existed, actually. And I think they struck me because... Um, they knew it was, I mean, it is false. It's designed to be false. And so they can strike you down for stuff like that because, and it, make, it makes you think you're close to the truth because you're like, oh, they struck me down from my Steven Spielberg, Heather O'Rourke post. I must be onto something when in reality, it's just sort of the machine. It's just the machine's way of both reinforcing the narrative um, and perpetuating all the, you know, and also. I always remember you breaking down Steven Spielberg's name, <laughs> Spielberg. Yeah, it's like to, a spiel, <laughs> you know, is to basically like blather on with nonsense. And then Berg, uh, what does the what does Berg mean? It's like a mountain. A fucking mountain. A mountain. Shit. A mountain basically. of shit. Yeah, a mountain of bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, three strikes. Steven Two strikes. <laughs> in numerology as well, which is a bit of a coincidence. Hmm. What'd you say, Brambo? You said 33. What about it? Stephen, the, the name Stephen is 33. Of course it is. It also goes with Steve, the other Stephen. What what was he called? The um, the space guy. I forgot his second name. What was he called? Stephen Hawkins. Stanley Kubrick? Oh, no, what? Stephen Hawkins. Oh. <laughs> Stephen Hawkins. Yes. What Do you a, think what he was wild. real? No, I don't. I don't. No. I also don't think Christopher Reeve was really was real. No, the guy, not the at all. Superman, no. Superman in a wheelchair. I think that was kind of a hoaxy, a hoaxy thing. Yeah, it was showing us like even Superman can become like helpless. You know, I thought Very that was like the, the whole thing story was behind it. Like we've seen Superman become nothing. You know, like mm-hmm. and die, like. Yeah, and like weakness. the really heavy mechanical wheelchair is a big part of the, the how the yeah, and he's like clicking done. before he talks, like a real this, yeah. when you watch, there's always like a click before like he a talks, whir, like a whir, like a whir, a whirring. real, he's like a one of an animatronic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think little, that's what one. I think that's what Stephen Hawkins was as well, really. Kind of an, an animatronic. Um, oh God, yeah. y'all, we get <laughs> welcome to Realize Radio, episode eight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Hawking, animatronic. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, animatronic with like Jump a speaker on, on him or something, and they're just having a laugh with us, really. I think so and... too. I mean, Einstein. I can't find one picture of him looking looking real. Looking, and you can I, only and see the, him doing the old mocking tongue, Einstein. Right? Yeah, he's sticking his tongue out. Exactly. He's mocking us. They, yeah, they are mocking us. Yeah. yeah mm. Just letting you know, there's the cleverest man in the world, or whatever, and. Sticking the tongue out, aren't you? Mm. You know, all of the pictures I look at him, like lecturing. I mean, there's very few group pictures of him, and all of them that I can find of him, like with other people, and just looks very, very. He looks inserted, you know. History, every, ugh, all of our idols, it, all of the stuff throughout history. I mean, it looks like cartoons. It looks like advanced cartoons, cartoonery. And I say advanced. Um, Sometimes not even that. I, mean, I look back at the JFK assassination and Rambo, I mean, I have to credit you for really hammering this idea home, but you know, we're allowed to see we're allowed to see point blank police assassinations of citizens 
on on like live broadcast, you know, body cam, you know, assassination style murder murders, or like you know, people breathing over their last breath, like George Floyd. We're allowed to see that on camera, and we're allowed to see the JFK like assassination. But then they have to like blur. They have to blur out like the real stuff, like the yeah. when it's real. Or they don't allow it. It's not allowed on the internet. It gets removed, and it's all. Yeah, it's all all just programming us all the time, isn't it? And like back to like Stephen Hawkins, he's been programming us with space. They've used the animatronic dummy to to program people about aliens and space and the future and stuff like that. And what a lot of people look to that idea what he that he puts yeah. out as he was a bit of a psychic and he he was that clever. He mm. knows what's coming, you know. Yeah. Disney has a huge reliance on animatronics, like the Hall of Presidents, the Disney Hall of Presidents. That's basically all anima advanced animatronics, and they've had it forever, and they still maintain it. Trump, there's, a, there's an animatronic Trump. I think that that's one of those truth in plain sights where they're telling us, you know, that some of our idols are, are uh, even... But maybe, uh, I think maybe they use the animatronic to then put the CGI over it to make it look more real, maybe. Oh, that's be. maybe. Yeah. Instead of using, because you're right, like there's not a real base person doing those weird Bill Gates hands or those weird Trump hands. All that, all those dress, yeah, that gesturing could just is all so be unnatural. like animatronic, and then they just you're only seeing it through the screen, so they can just add a voice in anyway, and you wouldn't know. Sync it up with the lips, and there you go. The way Trump moves his hands looks like it's being operated by a Jim Henson style puppet. But where's he gone? Why aren't we seeing anything of like Biden or Trump? It's all gone. Like it's gone. Like where's Biden? Like <laughs> where is it? Right. The only thing I've heard of him is getting involved in the George Floyd. Did he like ring the George Floyd family or something after after Did it? Did you guys see that Brady Bunch style picture in picture um, summit of all the of all the world leaders? And Putin was in the middle, really big. And then um, none of the world leaders had masks on, but Joe Biden had a mask on. And I thought it was pretty hilarious because in reality, they all have masks on. <laughs> They're all yeah, wearing they masks. They're all wearing masks. They're yeah. characters, aren't they? Mm -hmm. And that that's what I, I i can't look at them any other way now. When I'm watching things, you can just see it, can't you? You can see that they're playing a part. You can't, I can't take them seriously. You can see that. The kind of people go, like for Boris here, for instance, he all, they all his hair's a mess and he's, He's, Always he talks funny and he says stupid things, but that's all on purpose. It's all part of the character, you know, builds his character up. Mm -hmm. And the same with everyone like Putin, like the mysterious, like do anything and you, you, someone comes around and poisons you or whatever, you know, mm. like got a little image over them all, the rocket man and with you. And then you've got Trump, the orange man, then you've got Biden, the, dementia but he could have a mask on you know they've all got their own little their own characters and they could be one actor there playing a couple of different couple of different ones you know that's what I, think. I saw um, I saw a really interesting side by side today of AOC and um who was that other girl in her ilk that was like married to her brother oh Ilhan Omar. Yeah, um, and some, it was a side by side, and their physical similarities are are striking. Actually, I could see them being a, the same base actor. Ugh. Yeah, and they okay. kind of came in the same wave. So. AOC and Omar. Yeah, you don't really think about it, but I'll send you guys the pic. I'll do I'll do a templates on it. It was 
I, it made me do a double take and I was like, you know what? You know, there's really not that much difference other than some facial. They're both very slim boned. I mean, with, with a little bit of makeup and especially with the hiding of the hair and the head on Ilan Omar's part, you know, there's a, there's a, there's actually, they have the same, they have the same bone structure. She has um, very, she has very strange mannerisms. They all do. And, and taught and, and speaking of the way that she speaks. Yeah. It's the most arrogant. She has the most arrogant tone. I think she's designed for that. I think well, she's yeah, designed to be a figure of disgust, a figure of, course. of fire. But, yeah. but the interesting thing about it is a lot of, uh, you know, you know, quote unquote, you know, woke, woke women love it. Yeah. People love her. They love that. She's just a flaming bitch. It's nails on a chalkboard for me. Not because I think she's a flaming bitch, but because I know that she's designed to be this way. And so it just makes me, I just see it. I, I'm like, ugh, like this is exactly what did, she's designed to do. Did you see that um, Zac Efron picture going around? Oh, it, this and he's like, looks like a completely different person. Yeah. Yep. Another mass character. I wonder how many of these Hollywood teen stars are authentic and maybe the reason they have these these uh, implosions is because they have to drop off the face of the earth or they have they have to like they have to exit one actor graduate one actor and introduce another one and so they just really mess up with the mechanics you know so we just think oh it's plastic surgery when in reality yeah. it's kind of disguising that there's a new there's a new sheriff of town there's a new person playing this uh playing this role and playing so, the Zac Efron for instance yeah so let's disfigure him so that we don't think we, you know, it's kind of like a magician, uh, you know, a bit sleight of hand. Look in this hand, but don't see what the others. Britney Spears, is another one. Yeah, I mean, she looks totally different, and it could be easily blamed on her being what seems to be in a psychotic episode. You know, she she appears to be going through something quite um, uh, like a psychosis almost when you see her dancing away on her Instagram. There's something going well, on with that girl. The strangest thing about uh, about Spears. Is uh the, is the conservatorship issue? Yes. Right? If if you have that much money, right? Mm -hmm. But you, but but somehow your father gets access over your finances and convinces a, a court mm -hmm. that 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 you're not mentally stable enough to, to not have access to your own money. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and you can't have attorneys yourself to to to, to fight that. It doesn't. The whole thing is so. Do you think she's real? Nope. Not the version that exists. Not what we know as Britney Spears. I think at some point. I think that there is an actor there playing a Britney Spears, and I know that I, I see a lot about oh, it's a trans and all that, but I feel like she is. Like I've, seen, I've been watching a lot of breakdown videos of Britney yeah. Spears recently, and it Her, got me. I'm, yeah. I'm like, all of maybe it is. Pretty maybe on this occasion that maybe when they done the Skinner thing, that was the swap. The mm. the new one comes in, and it was to. I don't know. Oh no, Rambo! You're on the transpocalypse revolution, bud. No, we no, I've been on that train. Got, just, we gotta get you no, safe. No, safe. No, I'm, 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 I'm more thinking like bodysuits, though. I'm thinking like they're bodysuits, and so when people oh. think, you know, it's a, it's a trans, it's actually just a, an actor in the full bodysuit, you know. Well, I do think that they feminize men. They 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 fem they fem up men and they butch up women to make you think that maybe a man's playing it. Yeah. They want you to, they want they know that people are out there saying these things as well, I think. So they leave little little carrots dangling around. Like Axel Rose from you know Axel Rose early album cover. I mean he looks like a chick, y'all. I mean Han the Hansen brothers. I remember my dad used to come up to my room and be like, 
what are those girls doing on your wall? You know, he thought it was so funny. But now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, he was so right. They do look like they're out. They, they have, they, they're, they are probably boys. I don't, or maybe they're girls. I don't know. They're probably boys, but there's, there has been manipulation done to make them appear more feminine. I mean, yes, I had a crush on the handsome sisters. I absolutely did. But like, maybe that's like a way to try to like mess with young girls, like yeah, this, make them attractive yeah, boys, but they're actually like feminine. I don't know. There's something. There's something. There's something to it. But I do now lean towards more that they're just playing the part, really, and yeah. that that's what it is. They're playing that part, and so maybe sometimes the other the, the real gender does show in the actors, you know, and that's what the what people are picking out on. But like. Uh, while we're on like celebrities, this like have like a breakdown and come back, and people say it's someone else. There's Eminem, Jember, like mm. in 2006, they said like, oh, after his like friend died or something, he like disappeared, and then he come back, and then everyone's like, oh, it's not that's not the real Eminem, and from then on, there's like been a been the is yeah. that him? Is he a clone? And then there's that well, the song with the real Slim Shady. <laughs> But now you don't believe the clones. Like now, I believe it is just basically the deep faking the guy on the screen, and it's just a different person behind it. Joe, I think body so. Double. Yeah, I think it's different actors playing Eminem. That's why he's always slightly changing, and that's why they actually told us the truth. You know, when they had the real some shady, please stand up, and the whole video is mm. like with multiple versions of Eminem, Eminem imposters, and so that just shows that all they need is kind of a body type, um, a similar body type, and then all of the really inconsistent. Uh, and then you can overlay whether it's with CGI, real-time CGI overlays, or with the ho- good old Hollywood magic, good old Hollywood theatrics with Rambo, everything that you look into, the silicone masks, the the I mean the the wigs, the teeth, the the whole thing. It's so intricate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they did tell us the truth with that one. I don't. I don't. That was one that always. I, I was into the clone thing for a while with him. Like, oh, maybe he is a clone, but now it's just like nah. It has never existed, there, and it's multiple plus different people playing him, like you said, the real Slim Shady. There's mm. <laughs> loads of people playing the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> there is no real one. That's why that's the irony, irony there. Yeah. Have you listened to any recent, his, his recent work? I haven't. Uh-uh. It's awful. I remember he'd done like a, the last time I really heard of him, it, was, it became like mainstream that like he'd done like a, like a rap against Trump. Mm-hmm. He's done like a song against Trump or something, mm-hmm. and that's the last I really heard of him. Really, me. His early stuff was actually, you could say that the guy was somewhat talented, but the recent yeah. stuff was. Did you guys cool. see Eight Mile? That was pretty. I mean, that's pretty good. That music, that, that one song, could stick in my head every once in a while. I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> did, uh, did you see those things that, that have you seen that like voice synthesis thing where they can like just have his voice perfect? just off mm-hmm. a computer types into a computer yeah i think that that's how a lot of artists are, are um i think that's how i think many voices that we think of as as, as authentic uh, human voices are just basically a vocal machine that's that's singing there's a, there's a video on youtube that takes justin bieber good old justin <laughs> og justin weekend and, shout uh, out and, and post malone Mm. And when you when you slow down Justin Bieber, it sounds like Post Malone. Yeah. When you take Post Malone and you speed it up, it sounds like Bieber. Serious. 
I'm going to look for I'm, that. I'm, sh I, I'm right, right, right there with you. And I think that, I mean, I have a, a record player over there in the corner. And if I accidentally, you know, put it on the wrong setting on the how fast, you know, I want it to spin, the, the whole experience is transformed, you know? And, and like the Beatles yeah. have got a song, aren't they, where like if you re re rewind the song, put the, the song in reverse oh, as yeah. they're like, the, is it Abbey Road or something? And they say something else. About Paul McCartney, because people have said about him being a clone, aren't they? Yep, so that's another dead. one. Uh -huh. That's a huge, that's a huge rabbit hole. The Paul is dead. I think the rabbit hole has to end with there was ever no Paul ever. Oh, and I saw in the morning this crazy template side by side of uh, what is purported to be uh, President Obama's mother, and then a side by side of her and Paul McCartney, of a young Paul McCartney, and they are templates. It is the same face. It's wild. I'll have to post that too. Well, yeah, it, it is crazy where how they kind of give us all these, like them, the clone stories. It's like, because they, they're putting them out there, aren't they? All them that we just mentioned, they they put this out there. Then you've got the, again, Lady Gaga and Amy Winehouse, or, or yep. what was she called? The Lady Gaga, the other friend that she supposedly like, Killed. Took all the stuff and mm -hmm. killed her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> took I all the music. That. Yeah. Crazy. There's like something behind all of them, like you, you know, a little clone. Maybe those stories are just as real as the as the as the as the pedof as the uh, as the child the 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 the, uh, the 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 pedophile stories about Michael Jackson. All of these, mm -hmm. a lot of these weird stories involving stars. We, we, like, same thing like with, with Tom Hanks or whatever. Mm -hmm. and that maybe he is maybe he is real, right? And but the stories are just so crazy that we think these stories are so crazy. This person might this person can't be real. I'm just saying that. that there's some weird stuff where all these stars have these straight, like Spielberg, mm -hmm. all these weird stories that the person's not real, either the person's not real or the story's not real, or both of them aren't real, right? Both of them. <laughs> both of them. I, yeah, I just think it's real. Hollywood and yeah. they can show, they show us that they can, but yeah, but it, it, but they can do it. It brings up a good point though. The, the, the problem with this, with, with this, I, I agree with the theory, right? I think it's true for a lot of people, right? But I don't think it's true as much so in music as, as as other places because it's harder to replicate because because if you look at it from a completely logical point of view and take it to its complete extent is is if this if this was completely true for everybody there, there, there would be no music and we know that we know that there is music somebody... but i think history's fake and so someone was doing those classics you know if history's fake if his, I believe history is fake. So, and I believe the, the, the classics from, you know, Beethoven's, you know, Moonlight Sonata, but you know, what, I think that that's what, what do you think then of like Christmas time songs that are like every Evil. year of our lives, they're there? Like, Evil. They're spells. Yeah. So, spell somebody's spells. either wrote them, mm -hmm. they're, they're, them artists haven't wrote those songs to be repeated on us every single year. Yeah. Someone's passed them to those artists to be the face of that. Them songs that... is so foundational. I mean, music is one one wrong chord. One you strike one wrong note in the in 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 a in a beautiful melody, and you can ruin the entire experience. You can ruin the tenor of the entire. Of, of you can bring everything down with a strike of of one false note. You know. 
There's something, there's something Somebody had a great intrinsic. Quote. Go ahead, Murph. Somebody had a great quote today about music and architecture and said that music is it's wrongly attributed to Goethe or Goethe, Goda. I don't know how exactly how to pronounce mm-hmm. it correctly. Yeah, yeah, the right way to do it is like the Germanic kind of, kind of thing, whatever. But um, uh, what's it called? The quote was that music is liquid architecture and architecture is frozen music. And and, and what you said right there is completely true. It, it, in music, it, it, if you one wrong note can screw up, you, it's not a correct chord, you know? Ooh, just, all, like, all, just like a all, false three, brick, you know, a false brick in, a, in an architecture. You could have a whole, the whole building could collapse or something or be unset. Yeah, so the the, the Like, the with that, do you believe yeah. that, like, Mariah Carey can actually sing? I wonder. Or, and smash a glass a with her voice? <laughs> um, well, we definitely need the character of Mariah Carey to have that Christmas song. You know, like, it's, we needed her, like, that Christmas song is obviously the most important part of her entire journey, because it's, like, the thing that saturates our consciousness. So, obviously, that's what every is year. <laughs> every year. Like, we cannot get away from that song. That it's song like, like what, I see Murph say to Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day, dude. That Murph. Yeah, Murph, you're right. <laughs> But once day. I hear that song come on, like when it's like uh, every year, and already putting that song on, I'm like, no, 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 please God, no, not Mariah, <laughs> not yet, not yet. It's the same ones all over and over every single year, and there must be something to that. There must be, because mm. no more really get in, no non-stick, do they like? Well, then? I mean, they music do. is so important for. I mean, we have to be reminded for our ritualistic behaviors. Christmas is such an important ritual. So what? How do we make Christmas seem? heightened in its importance christmas songs christmas music christmas cheer quote unquote you know these high energy um methodical melodical almost like seances i feel like preparing us for this ultimate i mean christmas is i think a louche fest i think that there's something very louchey a harvesting i also think that there's a reason that JonBenet Ramsey was supposedly murdered the night of Christmas on 1996, and her body was supposedly found the next morning. That's I don't think that that's a. I mean, yeah. I, I just think, think it's like a celebration of the Antichrist, the birth of the Antichrist. That's what there's I think. There's something evil. There's something backward. I yeah, think there's there something is backwards and evil about it. Yeah, and I don't know if I believe in Satan. Or Antichrist, but I definitely believe that that they're that the hijacked the 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 blind belief of that, like people celebrating. Well, they say don't they like Satan, and it's Santa like (laughs) mixed up, and then you've got the reindeer horns for the horns, you know. And yeah, it's all there. It's all there, and he wears a red suit, and he comes down the chimney where there's flames. (gasps) Yeah. Who is he? He's such a creep. He's like breaking into everybody's house. Get out of here, creep. <laughs> Eating everybody's food. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, got red, he's got red shoes too. Mm-hmm. Oh my. <gasps> oh, he's part of the red shoe club from oh, the QAnon days. Oh boy. Well, that's it. Yeah. Did you see the Tiger Woods picture today? Someone sent it Tiger to me. Woods. Yes. He was on the golf course with his dog. Uh, and he was like on crutches and a purple outfit. It seemed like it was very quick that I looked at it. it. His crutches would look fake to me. They look really huh. fake. But I noticed a few comments saying like he's got the one boot on 
and the dog it's comms it's q comms yeah the one boot and the dog that has always been q comms it's so strange because they all have the there's boot. no way that dog was in his route in the pitch with him there's no way it looked very and and because he was on a golf course with green top to bottom you know as the background it just masks the it masks green screen like how do you make a green screen look natural oh we'll just uh, yeah, position and him on that's golf where course. we used to see him like we're just used to seeing him on green in a on golf green. course picture mm -hmm. yeah it makes it real doesn't it really mm -hmm. oh maybe there's something too a bigger a bigger allegory there to golf Q's coming back as i i oh, think, full Q, force. Q's I think coming back and it's gonna make everyone who doubted it look stupid that's what the aim is to do you know, I had a really interesting conversation with my Maria today and this idea that Q is like the, the Messiah figure. He's the second coming. You know, it's the whole thing is believe in me. I am the way. I am the light. I will come back. And when I come back, everything will be revealed. You know, and it's like, it's 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 very... Um, and, and how the, the interweaving of so much biblical reference points and kind of like, Christian speaking points was interwoven into the Q narrative, it, it made it really juicy for a major subset of the population because it seemed to reinforce something that they already really believed in. It's like, oh, well, Q's with God too. You know, it's like, oh boy, I don't know. It kinda, Imagine it, Q comes out though and says, everything's fake. <sighs> everything's fake. <laughs> well, remember when he was posting purple stuff? And me and me, 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 yeah. It, 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 it really was saying show them and highlighted show them in purple. In purple. It did, he said you it, can't it, just it, tell them you have to show them and, he, and show them was highlighted in purple. It was ridiculous. Q is everything is fake. Oh. We're watching a movie. We are looking at it in that way though. They're not they're thinking it's just the political side of things is there's something being played out, not the fact that everything's a movie. So they're telling us the truth, but not pointing to the truth that you are just watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Something you also always said was they um, they thought the sheep would follow the stars, you know, blinded by our stars, following our stars. And that's what we're talking about. We're like, don't follow these stars. The stars are fake, false light, back away from the stars. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Are we Q? Is this what Q is? Was is it foretelling of? <laughs> no, cut. Edit that out. I don't want to <laughs> cut that out. I don't want the. Yeah, but to be on it, my butt. it was it was fun at the time, and I do feel like there was a few a few truths. But imagine they really did just come out and say it's all fake. Everything is fake. Mm. That would be a bit of a strange one, really. That would feel. That would feel weird. It would feel very validating. I mean, everything that happens is kind of validating. When the New York Post posts a picture of a, a man with a green face and a purple shirt on who looks like a Hulk, <laughs> yeah, and then today, did you, that, that feels you very validating. Out, like, skin. You could see his skin underneath, couldn't you? Yeah, that's very strange. <laughs> so that feels validating. I don't think I need. I don't think I need Q to say everything is fake to make me feel validated in our efforts. You know. But it would feel very cool if that's what it actually if 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 the Q revolution, quote unquote, was actually if it was the awakening and ultimately it was just to get all this attention and then one day go, by the way, y'all, everything's fake. Yeah, and the how cool would that be? The then what would they do? Then what would all the Q followers do? Yeah, they'd have to they'd have to oh my gosh. I don't I mean, hmm. <laughs> 
That's a thinker. That's kind of heavy. That's a thinker though. Well, you guys want to take a <laughs> you want to take a quick break, lighten lighten the mood, take a quick break, and come back and um, and uh, <laughs> talk about something besides Q Q and on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talk soon. Yeah, I, I was thinking I might make an Instagram. You should. You really should. It's it's fun. It's different than Twitter. It's a different type of community. I've enjoyed it being on there just for a couple of months. You should. I feel. I see your stuff shared. I see. I will see screenshots. People that I follow on Instagram. I will see screenshots of your stuff. <laughs> and I send that to you guys. I'm like, you guys are on. Yeah. You guys are already on Instagram. Just get over here. <laughs> Yeah, I think I need to make one. You should. You and Murph, you guys should both get your Instagrams going. Yeah. I like Instagram. Yeah. It's different. I like Twitter. I I, I said that to Eyes. I did his podcast the other day, and I said that to him. I was like, I think Twitter's always going to be my my home. I feel like Twitter's my home. I feel like Twitter's where I, like, park, you know? I don't know. In Instagram, you you can't... uh... I like Twitter because if someone posts a great image, you can always copy it and and and, and put it into your like library or collection of images. Mm-hmm. And and Instagram, you can't do that. Right. It's not it's and not... share easily. You know, you can't really forward. You can't like repost an Instagram thing very easily unless you have a third party app. It gets kind of complicated. And and the whole section where there's like people trying to put verb like words, it's mm-hmm. so awkward. Yeah. You can't really. Yeah, write. it's different. It's different for sure. Um, you know, but you can write long captions, which is something that I find frustrating about Twitter sometimes. Beautiful and frustrating. I like that there's the 240 characters because I usually try to get it down to zero, like perfect, where I don't have one character left or not one character over. I'm such a weird perfectionist, y'all. I drive myself crazy. But if you were to do like an analysis of all my long tweets, 99.9% of them are exactly 240 characters. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but so that al- that allows you like you have this tiny space to do a big thought. But then Instagram, you can do whatever you want. You could write a whole novel if you wanted in, in that in that space. There is something beautiful about the concise, like make your point. Twitter says make your point, you know. And then Instagram's like share your image and then say whatever you want. <laughs> you get sense. like celebrities like blocking people on Instagram and stuff like you do on Twitter. I think so. There's a lot of there's a lot of Instagram fights that I hear about, right? People people like these stars get on Twitter feuds and Instagram feuds and I feel like maybe it's just a platform for more of this energetic swirling around these celebrities, around these fake characters. If they can be in feuds, if they can be at war with each other, you know, the the whole idea of theater of war of war is being this you know, energy manipulation over time. And then celebrities dueling. I mean, all the big celebrities had had kind of like dueling celebrities, even back in the day. I think all them duels are planned to make them seem real in our minds. That they're having feuds with others, so they're obviously real, but it's all part of the scripted life. They just have to make the lie so intricate. It's, It's the concept of the big lie. Which you make a you make a lie so elaborate, elab, elaborate. You make a lie so elaborate and so intricate that it becomes nearly impossible to question the lie itself. It, um, that becomes just kind of like space. You know, space is a big lie. 
It's hard to question. I mean, dinosaurs are a big lie. I mean, we're, we're you see that them. space picture I posted the other day of the astronaut and it had like a mask on with the strap not even around its ear. Yes, sir. And I say Purple. it because I don't think it was a, even a real image. I just think it was all fake. And then you got that. Who all, who all retweeted that? You got some major props the, on that one. Buzz Lightyear had, it, had the Buzz Light purple band in it on the. <gasps> he did. He did. Buzz Larry Johnson, it was who tweeted me out. Yeah. Larry Johnson. Shout out Larry Johnson. <laughs> That's amazing. I love to see that. When I saw that, I was like, hey, Rambo. Major shout out. Yeah. And it was so obviously that was the only color in the rest in the image. It was black, white, and purple. You know? Kind of strange. And like, since when do they wear purple band? <sighs> Well, yeah, since Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear the, only, <laughs> the only other one I've seen with a purple band. Oh, this, foresh, this foreshadowing, this foretelling. It's like a mirror, you know, it just projects, it's like this funhouse mirror where they show us things and, it, and then it reflects in reality and then we, but in reality it's still through some sort of, some sort of, you know, screen, some sort of mirror contraption device and yeah, false light. Just like, bringing on-screen reality into our life and it? it's like a reflection of the screen mm-hmm. everything we do like even like things because even if you take yourself away from it people who you interacting with in life are still getting everything they know from there so it's still in your life you know this fake fake world that's being put out onto us you know from tv mm-hmm. That's such a good point because with like this, yeah. with everything like the vaccine, if enough celebrities get it off the, the, the enough people will go and get it. Then that's all it takes. Exactly. They use the strate- they use the celebrities strategically, and there's a reason the celebrities always get the thing first. You know, Tom Hanks was kind of the first celebrity to get the COVID to get you know and be in quarantine that whole thing the whole dramatic story and which led to so many rabbit holes. And then you're right, like the vaccine push has been largely facilitated through the um celebration of celebrity vaccinations you know like it, it, it like mariah carey got a, hers was went viral and there's a lot of purples in there oh, really is it that trudeau 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 was oh that him. was today trudeau and his and he was and in his purple sophie was wearing purple his wife sophie she was wearing magenta. She was wearing a yeah, a very interesting shade of purple. Very, it's very. Like, it's so obvious the purple, like it's just so obvious, isn't it? Like it's everywhere. So I had some pushback on the purple. I had some unexpected pushback <clears throat> on the purple uh, about not understanding or not believing that purple could be a psyop. And I don't think the color purple is a psyop. Like when you see purple, you're seeing purple. It, it's it's happening. Things can be tint, things can be purple through the mixing the mixing of colors. But there is something that happens through light when we when we take in purple through our really through our screens and through this wrapping of the of the visible light spectrum and, and from like two D to three D space. I feel like it's called the color of magic for a reason. Yeah, I mean it doesn't um, exist. Unless it's that energetic frequency of the wrapping it, of the rainbow. It's yeah, it doesn't. It, it, in, an, in an old alchemical book, uh, somebody who, who, are, who, who I'm in another group, basically where we focus more on energy issues and everything, um, basically found in an alchemical book, the, the color for ether is violet. Well, violet is not purple. I want to make that very important distinction. Anybody that's 
we think violet is purple because that is somehow programmed into our mind. But we, we, we are told from, from the time we're young that roses are red and violets are blue. Violet is a shade of deep blue. It's the deepest shade of blue. It's bluer than blue. The ocean, the deep blue sea, we call it the deep blue sea, is violet. That's like actually that's the actual color of the ocean, deepest blue, and the, and violet is deepest blue. We don't get purple until deepest blue goes all the way around at the very opposite end, goes back to red, and deep blue and red mix in this energetic this energetic zipper. It's like a zipper zips up the 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 color the the what was a flat rainbow now wheels around and has to connect somewhere in in this 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 energetic property called purple appears and it's like when you hold two magnets together and opposing magnets and think of think of the color chart like infrared roy g biv red on one end and violet on the other violet being a shade of deep blue so polar opposites deep blue and even when you see the the magnets it's always represented in, in red and blue anyway so deep blue is is, is violet and then, but it's on any video from yeah. any any it doesn't even have to be anything to do with media it just has to be something to do with anything on tv really and it's got the purple in it to show it's kind of fake i think anytime they're I, talking it shows about, a message yeah i think anytime the message is false and purple is accompanying it i really think i can that actually watch you now there's something on now and it's um two-pack the, the two-pack in pictures it's called oh he's all purple, and it's just all purple everywhere <laughs> Which makes, you know, and the, Tupac was one of the first celebrity holograms, you know? I think that there's something to that. He, maybe Definitely. that's a revelation that he was always a character. Uh, Tupac looks a lot like Kobe Bryant. Like, if you kind of... Yeah, I think he, he looks very girly as well. Kind of looks very femme. He does have a very feminine. And he was always wearing those little bandanas, the the wrong, like, with them, like, tied up like a bow. He definitely there's a video of, like There's a video of him where he's speaking very, 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 very feminine. That uh, I, I don't know how. We already talked about how they fem up uh, some of the idols, some of the male idols, and, and butch up some of the female idols as a way of like cognitive cognitive dissonance in a way. I'm not sure, or just to mess with us in some way, or just to make these characters. Like with him though, they brought him, they used him for the thug life, and kind of made that a cool thing. The thug life, the gangster life, the shooting out the car or whatever like yeah, you know they made, bloods, blue and red yeah they made him he was Purple. kind of like the yeah the gangster and all that but then he'd never actually ever been to prison in his life himself but all he's sung about was prison you know like oh. and it kind of makes people look up to and the same with like the nwa they kind of brought all this in didn't this kind of lifestyle they were like f the police yeah yeah, yeah that kind of all coming through yeah 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 them kind of characters it was a very violent it was a very violent era a lot of murders at the hands of suge knight you know this character named suge knight was like assassinating people right and left right you guys i mean we talked about this yeah, right yeah. this is crazy he's just suge as much knight. Of a, he's just as much of a character as tupac the whole the so. whole the whole death row records is a complete psyop death oh, row. we talked about death row being a psyop oh my records God. definitely I mean, if you look at if you look at rap, right? Like lately, um, I know I have a very weird relationship with rap. I was I always used to 
like when rap kind of became popular in the 90s, mm-hmm. I was still into rock and roll and grunge primarily. So I kind of looked down on my friends and like thought it was lowbrow that they, when they started getting into rap because it wasn't like real music per se, whatever. So I never really got into listening to rap much. But lately I've been listening to uh, Nas. And, and out of all these rappers, this guy Nas was amazing, especially compared, compared to like, uh, compared to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackass, um, Jay-Z. The guy's awful, mm-hmm. awful, awful. So, so I think he may be real, and, and, and that's what happens to a real artist. They end up like a Nas guy. I really like Kendrick Lamar. I feel like he's an incredible rapper. With His lyricism is, is out of control, and actually through like a new lens. I was listening to him recently. He's foretelling of all this fakery. But then I looked back at his album cover of the album that spoke the most to me, and it's all purple. I'm like, no, not you, Kendrick, no. <laughs> Purple's not bad. I know. Purple. Maybe it's the, it's the revelation of truth, too. Like, I, I want to take, I'm taking back purple, too. I don't know. But yeah. Prince wasn't bad. Come on. It's, it is oh, important actually, to know. It, it's not bad, but it's kind of showing you who they are. Yeah. It's like a badge. Energetically, it's it's something. There's something energetically there. You know, like like I was saying, when you hold together magnets, you feel a force in the middle. These opposite into and opposite magnets creating a force. Opposite into the spectrum, trying to wrap around, they create a force. We're we're drawn to that force. We They're like showing the, the team colors, the, the the team shirt, aren't they? With the purple, I see it as you know, like yeah, that's how I see it. It's like a it's showing you it's formed like bakery or. Even. energetically it's match it's a it's a magic color it's a magic yeah, it's magic magic on the eye yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. And, screen magic. and then we have an experience in our brain we actually have an experience in our brain when we're when we're taking in the color our it's the result of our brain trying to figure it out our brain's trying to t- trying to make sense of this energetic property that lands outside of the color spectrum guys, 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 here's, here's a question what if if purple was a number Ooh, okay. What number would it be? And and this and I think this this is the point of, of maybe the the, the, the nine. meaning. Nine. Exactly. And what is nine? Illusion. Illusion. Exactly. And you said you said you take magnets, right? And if you see the diagrams of positive and negative charges, right? They're always red and blue. And but the, the resultant charge from the diametrically opposed charges is purple. Purple. So it's, it's, it rules a non-physical world. And I think the, it's, the significance of it is, isn't it a deception is that there's something going on here is that is beyond what you're physically seeing. Like, in other words, there's something deeply spiritual about it that mm-hmm. you wouldn't really see from a first glance. For example, Prince's song, right? Prince's song, like, because we're talking about like Prince and like, was Prince a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah, or like, whatever. Yeah. Because some people actually say some weird stuff like Prince was some bad guy, which is, I don't know how the hell they can even conjure such an image. Whatever. You love your idols. You've got your strong idols. <laughs> Music, I do. I mean, when someone really touches you, you don't want to give that up. You'll fight for them. I'll fight for those guys. Prince was touching you? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I, I had an epiphany the other day. Um, I would die for you, right? Mm-hmm. How many people listen to that song when they were going through a breakup, when they were in their 20s or whatever, or teenager, and they were, like, obsessing over somebody, and they thought the song was literally about somebody, like, you know, like it's like a, a, a what's it called unrequited love or something mm-hmm. and they, they were going to kill some they kill themselves right. <laughs> like a suicide anthem or something right, they took right. it literally right and they right. thought it was about a guy singing about a girl mm-hmm. you know or girls would listen to it thinking you know it was in other words it was thought of as a romantic love thing mm-hmm. right yeah for sure the song is literally like from from the point of view of of 
Jesus or God speaking to the person who's having the questions, the doubter. It's, 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 it's a love song from God to a person. If you look at the lyrics and break down the lyrics, it is not about people. What? It's, it, it's wow. a, I'm not your lover. I'm not your man. I'm not a woman. I am something that you'd never understand. Wow. That's, I, I've never thought of it. I've never seen or thought of it that way, but yeah. It's a deeply spiritual song, and it's 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 not a, it's not at all about 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 human love. It, it's 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 a really deep song, but but to think that a guy who's in like in his young twenties wrote something like that, mm. I mean, that's incredible. You know? and, and and he had purple going back to his first albums, like in 1978, 1979, like when he was 19 years old, yeah. he was on this purple thing already, and he and he and 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 also if you listen to his music from when he was 19 years old. He played just as good when he was nineteen as when he does as, as when he did when he was like in his, his fifth when he was when he was in his late forties. Well, to me, that goes like human. That's not humanly possible. So he must be a character that's played by a vocal machine. <laughs> Human vibration. I think it shows that he's kind of put on by whoever's putting these people on. Oh, Merv doesn't like it when, when we gang up on his musical. You guys, idol. hand you guys a guitar, and you guys could explain to me how the hell that's done. Just over the, the AC system, you know, AC like he system. could just like the, they could be piping in guitar music, and a computer just a computer bangs out the the, the, the instrumentation. It's, how how's it done? It, it's not artificial intelligence. I know some of that scores music for for uh, movies, and they play all sorts of instruments and even vocalizations on a on a keyboard system, just on a keyboard, just by pressing. Different, different areas of the keyboard, they can access different strings. Play, play at the drop of a hat, go from a violin to a cello. At the drop of a hat, go from a, a cello to a, a, a woman's voice. Of course, of course, of course. And I, and I can sit there and do sound effects up the wazoo, right? Mm -hmm. But I could never write Purple Rain. And you couldn't either. The person with that fancy keyboard st stuff couldn't either. Because we don't know his name. And if, if he could write Purple Rain, we'd know about him instead of Prince. Okay. So when I hear Purple Rain, I, I hear, I don't hear rain as in like raining, like uh, weather pattern. I hear rain as in R-E-I-G, whatever, like royal rain, you know, the rain of our, our purple rain. We're rained by this color purple, you know, if we could just figure it out. And, and, and our royals are fake, so... Yeah, I, I don't believe that that song was... I, I thought that was handed to him as well because there's no way it's too much of a coincidence. And he died that very Lucy death, that very purple Lucy death. Yeah, and then you see the, a scene like um, a video of where they say he, did, he collected an award as his sister. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What, what, did you see that, Merv? Did you see that one? Where you, what I, do you think I, about that? I think it's true. And it, it, it was it, there was a, a post, not a post of the day, but something in the on the news feed or whatever that said that the there was an article breaking down. It was in Business Insider, not Business Insider, that stupid rag, like mm -hmm. whatever. Seems legit, it, but it's totally not. Yeah. Digital rag. Mm -hmm. it, it was doing like an expose on um on on Prince's Prince's catalog, mm -hmm. his back catalog, talking about how how his unreleased music is still handled. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting because the guy's the guy's most likely still alive. And of course, you know, 
if anything else, if you're an artist and you're in your 40s, in your 40s, right, mm -hmm. and uh, you have all this unreleased music, why would to ensure that you sell it for the next two decades, fake your death, uh, stir up interest in your music, and uh, you and slowly release the, the, your catalog? I mean, it's brilliant, really. That's brilliant. <laughs> but it would work either way. I mean, it would work if you had a physical or non-physical person. It would work either way. Um, there's a very strange conundrum about, about someone being an artist because if anybody like an artist, the whole thing with the old adage or adage or whatever. How do you pronounce mm -hmm. that? Is, is, is that you're only worth any you're only worth anything when you're dead. Oh, so yeah. so think about it. Is it does an artist have a, does an artist have the have a right to fool the public because the public actually the only time the public really appreciates an artist is when they are dead. So, so in other words, if you went to Michael Jackson and said, Mike, if you, 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 Do they just tell us that, Murph? They just tell us that so we don't attempt anything good? It's like, well, we'll never be, we'll never achieve anything in this lifetime. Might as well not try, you know? Partly, partly, yeah. Mm. I, think, I think so. The, the, the story of Tesla is a good one for that. Yeah, he's you like, he, he died penniless. That's what I hear, like dot, 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 he died penniless. But Tesla did all of these things. He introduced every, you know, he's like behind every kind of conspiracy-minded innovation that you could ever imagine as saving, as being like, the, the, talk about a major savior. Tesla, like his his elect ideas on electricity. A Christ figure. Yeah, Christ-like figure. And then it always, no matter how robust the biography gets, it always ends with dot 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 he died penniless he died penniless the end you know and it's i think are those are uh, uh gates you know um those are gates those are mind gates in a way it's like programming in a way it's like don't try that don't try to be an artist don't try to do anything with your independent thought or don't try to do anything what know. do you think speaking of artists what do you think about banksy do you like do you know who that is over there Yes, Banksy. I think he's a fictional character, and all of his art is very is, is for original. Is is digital? Is kind of like digitally done, and all not yeah. all that great. Not all that great. Yeah, and it's like it because it, there's one not long ago, and I just think that it's it, there's something to it, isn't there? That are they trying to show that they can fool us and make us believe in this? Because it's all stencil. Make believe it's, it's character based. Yeah, it's his art is stencil based uh, spray paint. So it's a real medium, but like you don't need Banksy there to do it. You know, it's, you just and he can remain it. anonymous for all this time, and then and then the not pictures really are like worth. Who says these pictures are worth like millions? Who decides mm -hmm. that? And then the one Banksy that was shredded at the Christie's auction. It was shredded in real time, you know, and then it was, it, you know, it was deemed to have been like ruined because it got shredded as a part of this art experiment by Banksy. It was detonated, you know, and they shredded that. So to have a shredder built in, um, I think that that would have been easily found. Like, just when they were hanging it up on the wall, wouldn't they have been like, this piece of art is... is because, like, he, he draws, like, random things on, like, he drawn, like, something on a prison wall in Reading. Um, oh, not wow. too long ago, and I, I wonder how they do it, like without anyone seeing them. Like it's... they can probably do it in the dark of night, and there's probably like a very quick application that probably seems like team. it was actually spray painted, but it's just like an applique, and they just put it on and, and leave. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a team of people was... that are doing it. In my downtown during the George Floyd um, riots, a lot of his, a lot of the buildings got boarded up. Pretty much all the buildings got boarded up downtown. And I would notice that there was like a different color boarding insert of the kind of like graffiti of 
natural murals, like organic murals of George Floyd, I would know, notice that the ones with his face on it would always be a different color wood, which made me realize it was pre-manufactured and a different, it was like provided, you know? It was George like not, face already on it. Yeah, because it did. Why was that one panel a different color wood? Why was the one panel with the spray paint like of a full of a full like you know kind of murally looking thing? Why did like the the key piece of that? And I noticed it on, on this on a few. And I actually took a few pictures. And I, I was like looked at it. And I looked. And I would. I actually have a video of it. I might. I might have to share that. But I was like too scared to share it back then. Um, but I noticed that the, the the wood panel itself, like the the, the boarding, the, it was a different type of plywood. It was a it was a diff, it was just different color. It just seemed that it was put in that it was specifically designed, pre-designed, and then everything else was kind of put around it and kind of painted over. But the face was was already or like the bulk of the the story, the narrative, the thing that went up immediately was already kind of pre-done. And then I feel like they had a little it's bit of organic just stuff a, over it's it. It's just like a picket board really it is them picket boards the other yeah, it's just plywood it's just a it's just a really cheap board and i feel like they just had a bunch of that at the ready painted his mural on a couple on a couple ones and made it look kind of like undercover organic i don't know i'm spiraling y'all save me from this one but um i was really impressed by how quickly it all came by how quickly all these 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 murals just appeared all of these murals and i mean all the murals were purple you know purple purpley pinks and you know because there's something coming back from it there's got to be like there's got to be it's not finished it's this this it's got to blow up again and i'm kind of looking forward to it to see what where they're taking it really you know it's because i feel like at the minute people like wait well he got guilty it's all done with now and all that but then why wouldn't they sentence him it's a bit i don't know it all seems yeah. a bit weird. Oh, the sentencing is going to be interesting because this is where they could. This is where they could really start turning the screw. This is where they could really start, you know, um, turning up the, the the gas fire and and getting things to a simmer, to a boiling point. I think they're going to get us to another boiling point. I think what we said earlier about the gunners try and say actually he's not guilty of any of them three. Some loophole. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's designed to be a loophole because we've already seen the evidence, which is all over the place. And one thing that, I mean, one thing we've kind of kicked around is the no legs, the no leg situation. And a big part of the narrative of the prosecution was how a great of a leg strength he had to take overtake three officers. <sighs> and then he had no legs getting in the ambulance. <laughs> Where'd his legs go? No. The, 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 the no legs story well, not the no legs story, but but the, but the the whole idea of where the no legs came from wasn't just the fact that the that in the video there's a little snippet from the gurney where you can clearly see that there's there are no legs, but remember within days of what happened, all of those like weird stories were flooded on Facebook and other social media. They had this they had the, the picture of the guy in Minnesota, in Minnesota who who sold those um the 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 the, the uh, the, the the plastic torsos oh and the fact With they no got legs. burnt down or something mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly so, so everybody oh, the factory burned down that's right but i think though before before it ever gained traction where people were saying that this guy had no legs on on any social media this the, the, the photograph of that guy holding the black torso people knew that one 
So, so, so logically, people saw the torso, and then after seeing the torso, it was much easier to see that there were no legs. But if people didn't see that that, that torso photo, I guarantee you 50% of the people who now see the legs would never have seen it. Do you think it was maybe brain training? Like benevolent brain training? You know, like kind of... Te- te- hmm? I think everything yeah. is. Everything everything comes down to it. That website for me, that this person does not exist.com, that was a form of brain training for me. I wouldn't have had my job in a epiphany had I not been training my brain casually without really realizing it by looking at the faces on this person does not exist.com. It trained my brain to spot um, dig- digitally generated faces, computer generated faces. It's in the eyes. It's always in the eyes. I mean, our, our, realize, y'all, it, it really, it's in the eyes. You can see it in these, these photos. I look, I look at a lot of pictures of George Floyd. There's emptiness. There's there's a vo- there, there, his eyes are not windows. They're voids. There's nothing there. There's nothing behind it's there. Dopey as fuck. Dopey. Dopey is exactly right. He looks dopey. And, and then, then I'm, I'm sure some the... people will attribute that to narcotics because there's a, that whole fentanyl narrative. But I think that's just meant to cloudy the waters because ultimately I don't think that he's a real character. I don't think he. Had and any then you got the tattoo thing as well. Like one time mm-hmm. he had a tattoo, then he didn't. Then he had a hairline, then he didn't, you know, yeah. like, did you see those ones? Mm-hmm. And it's just everything just to confuse And he's got that basketball all. player, that basketball player that looks exactly like him, Steven Jackson, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Like, a, a lot a lot less people think that, a lot, I think a, a lot less people think that he's real than, than we imagine, but are, but are too afraid to verbalize it. Didn't he and Steven Jackson even know each other somehow and call each yeah, other twins? Yeah, he's done twins? a speech. Yeah, called him, called him his twin. That is a twin tower thing. That's a twin tower thing, y'all. Mm. These symbols. Yeah, it, it, I remember the interview, and it was pretty much just the George Floyd guy saying, "Oh, how, how he misses him and how it's... <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did you guys see when I posted about the David Bowie when David when David Bowie died, the music producer that looked exactly like David Bowie went on to mourn his colleague on some oh, like, yeah, British yeah. <laughs> And it was, it, it was, that was him. I, I believe that was David thing. Bowie. Is it, well, it was whoever plays David Bowie. I don't yeah, know, you know, whoever plays him, the base yeah. actor for both people showed up, you know? Mm. Definitely. That's so interesting. Templates, twins. I don't know how it's really pulled off the whole, we, I mean, we had, there's so many different ways. But we, I can't, I can't say that I know for a fact how it's all done. But we certainly have uncovered quite a few ways. I feel like a, a lot ways. of it's done in the studio for the main stars and stuff. Yeah. I feel like everything's done in the studio. I feel like all the pictures of them with the family and restaurant stuff are all just photoshopped. I just feel like it's all a full scripted life. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the bust-ups, the new relationships, I just thought they're just paired. They're just paired with another power celebrity mm-hmm. to be like a double-pronged attack on the public's minds. Yeah. You know, so they're never really together. They just all link the names together in, in the magazines and on the TV. They, they, they're shown together, but it's all everything. They fight, and then they get together, and then they fight, and they divorce, Yeah, then they get with they, someone else yeah. who's a power, then they become a Have different power couple. Mm-hmm. And it's Whenever all... I go through 
through, if I'm at the grocery store these days and I see those magazines, all I see are, are fake faces digitally, but they always looked digitally generated. They always looked very digitally manipulated, but you just kind of assumed that that's what they do. Like they look extra fake on the tabloids and that was just normal. But now I realize that's just a way of kind of conditioning our brains to be desensitized to these hyper computer generated faces. Yeah, and accept them as real people. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. If they're in the stories, in the news every every week, in the magazines and stuff, they become real. And that's it, really. There's no denying them because you've read that much norm, like, quote, normal stuff that they do, like, similar to your life. Yeah. Again, it's, they're just showing you how to live your life through these, through all, all these celebrities and TV shows and movies. And... Someone recently called it cinematic programming, cinematic conditioning. I think that's beautiful. The Steak for Breakfast podcast, I was on that, and they used the phrase cinematic conditioning, pre-programming and cinematic conditioning. And I think that that's... They do. They use the movies to to prime our brain for certain things and to condition us in a way that that you know. One thing about the Terminator movie, and this is I'm 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 borrowing a lot from. I heard a podcast of John LeBlanc. And I'm like kind of obsessed with the. I'm obsessed that he was onto this so early. But he mentioned the Terminator movie and how we all think of it in uh, in the, the, through the lens of of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But a big part of the Terminator movie, outside of the technology taking over, was this was one of the characters had the flashbacks of the atomic bomb of the atomic uh, attack um, taking out. Her biggest fear was atomic attacks taking out the city of Los Angeles and you know and and obliterating her and her child and that was her biggest fear and it just kept kind of it was like a, an, a, an inserted theme into this Terminator movie which was about all these other scary things that we talk about we talk about Terminator through that scary AI lens but we don't talk about it from the nuclear lens you know but what it did was insert that whole nuclear proliferation concept which is it, which is an impossibility your family is totally safe from nuclear fallout simply not going to happen but yet they kind of inserted it as a little aside in this movie that was about these other blindingly scary things also ai taking over which i am not worried about that either and in the 2015 i've got a video that was post actually and it's a 2015 terminator and it's it's this guy talking the the, the guy who helped make it and he's like talking about how he digitally made arnold schwarzenegger and used the one from terminator 2 as like a base model and you couldn't tell the difference and at the end he says the whole thing was digital just as it should be wow. and i was like i was gonna post it i might post it later yeah the guy who talked like the director of the movie that's what he ended it with the whole thing's digital just as it should be mm. i was like hmm, hmm. really <laughs> Imagine they always use that language. You know, we talked earlier about the, the type of language. It becomes so telling. You get to you get to know these language patterns where they're not really saying anything. Actually, I had someone reach out to me recently. They are an athlete that is committed to a college. They've signed to go and play at a school, and um, they their school is and it's a big school system. And they were announcing that they were thinking about and uh, uh, planning to require vaccines, planning to require. 
And he was like, what do I do? You know, what do I do about this? My school's, I want to go to the school. I'm going to play sports. What do I do? And, and I told him, I was like, just read, read the headlines for what they are. There's nothing happening yet. Don't, don't scare yourself over this. I don't think anything will happen. I don't believe you're going to be required to take the vaccine, to go to school. I just don't think that that's going to be, I think they're going to talk about requirements, talk about thinking about enacting requirements, talk about, but I don't think ultimately they're going to. I think that it's going to resume as normal and businesses aren't going to require vaccinations. You're not going to get fired for not being vaccinated. You're not going to not get to go to school. For not, but I think that they're just kind of hyping up the rhetoric now. And so I said, just don't worry about it until the headlines say we are requiring vaccinations. Until then, forget about it. Like with the vaccine, like you've got the masks, really don't have to wear them. You've got fines. I don't know anybody who's been fined or heard of anybody being fined for not wearing a mask and stuff. And then with the vaccines, there'll be a way that you, they're just offering them. You don't have to take them like they have with everything yeah. throughout. Yeah. I went to an event today and I, I worked this morning and it was a, uh, taking taking uh, photos and stuff. And it was a maskless like a neighborhood event. And I thought that was really cool. Like nobody was wearing a mask. It wasn't advertised as maskless, but I showed up and nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, this is like hundreds of people. This is pretty cool. I haven't I haven't seen anything like this. Um, I don't know. Maybe they had a mass neighborhood vaccination. <laughs> I was in the playground earlier. Mm-hmm. I was in the playground earlier. And beautiful day here in New York. And all of these men, men, are standing around talking to each other, double masked. <laughs> It was so strange. It was so strange. I, I just looked up at them and I just, it was so cringy. Yeah. You know? I know exactly. And they're like, they're like proud of it. They're and proud they're of so it. proud. Like, it's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. I know exactly how they're all standing, talking to each other. Those but, types of Do you know what though? Like where I am now, like it's like a cool thing to test positive for COVID. It's like, yeah, I tested positive for COVID this weekend. Hmm. You know what? People would really want to test positive for it. What is going on? Like a well, okay, so we've we've celebritized something that again our idols don't exist. Our our our, our villains and our idol our, our idols are all false. Our villains and our heroes are all boogeyman. They're all false. Our our celebrities are all <laughs> false idols. You know, and so are our um, viruses aren't even, I don't, you know, I, I really don't even believe that we can be taken over by these things that we understand as viruses. They're not even real, but yet they have reached celebrity status. To, to be involved in this viral play is like getting the vaccine is celebrated, uh, getting sick is celebrated to this weird degree. And because, you know, because it's cool to test positive because everyone knows you're not going to die, you know, like. Everyone knows it's okay. So you can't like imagine being excited to test positive for a deadly virus. It's so twisted. It's so twisted. It's so twisted. They're doing it. In a way, in a way, if every once in a while, crazy situations like this are good because at least you find out who's naked and who's not. The I mean, so many, people no in my, so many people in my life who I thought were totally like normal, like intelligent people, mm-hmm. completely fucking morons. <laughs> yeah. completely morons. 
it's just nothing going on up there. Nothing going on up there. Can talk a lot about nonsense, but but can't can't go there at all. Like where we go at all. Can't entertain that. Yeah. I I I yeah. Highly educated, but completely blind. Yeah. Hmm. That's celebrated That's too. Me. That's celebrated too. In this backwards world, you know, filling your not filling your mind with this with this nonsense is celebrated. If you haven't got a title, then people aren't willing to listen to you, are they? If you haven't got some sort of big title, it's like your, your title or your your money that you earn or whatever. It seems to be where people listen to you and respect. They've made it like that in society, haven't they? Really? Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be intelligent yeah, to be listened to if you've got a good job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, get that? Do you know what I mean? To, yeah, and I think this goes back to, to to what you know we were all kind of talking about just this whole idea of a new wave of media, a new way of sharing truth in in news. I mean, you really had to, if you wanted to know what was going on, you used to have to turn on your radio or your TV or look in the the newspaper or even look on Wikipedia or you know all these little sources, the encyclopedia. Um, but now I feel like there's a, there's a growing subset of the population that is, is moving towards these platforms, like looking for, you know, that we're seeing things go on in the world, but then we're looking for the conversation around it. You know, some conversations that we're developing that we're sparking. Yeah, we're putting a positive twist on social media. Yeah. Because it's like yeah, disarming it. You, it's you disarming know, uh, the, the, the grenade. I think a large part of it is that faith in these 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 established institutions is so has been eroded so badly that at least for myself, I wouldn't trust a news source unless I could see their fucking fleets. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm like I'm saying fleets being the little stories on Twitter that we share as individuals. Yeah, that make us real. Mm -hmm. An example of just not just not that it's like. There's so much, there's so little trust now in any kind of th- any kind of established uh, source that people people want to know like, what's this person listening to? What kind of music they listen to? Mm-hmm. They want to know that they're real. Yeah. I wouldn't take my 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 information from any of these any of these places. I don't know if they're cyborgs speaking to me. They probably are. <laughs> yeah, as we know. Reptilian spy- cyborgs or something. I mean, I'm joking. I'm joking. Lizard Please. people. Oh, Alex Jones. Shout out, lizard people. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important. it's important. Did you ever listen to Alex Jones? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was I, into Alex Jones for a little bit. My thing with Alex Jones is I liked his Bohemian Grove exploration. I thought that there was something really going on with Bohemian Grove, but now I just see it as like a silly, a silly um, dress-up game that people actually that people are involved in. But there's nothing, there's nothing sacrificial actually happening. At, at, there's never has been and never will be like actual. And he said about the Sandy Hook being fake, didn't he? And then yeah. they took him on like Joe Rogan, where he like kind of apologized and all that stuff, didn't he? To the vic, because the victims had sued him for so he much. Introduced us to the idea that that was an untouchable topic, and if you did touch it, you could be sued for something million dollars, whatever it was, you know, an excess of millions and millions and millions of dollars. So you better not talk about it. You better not talk about. You better not even look into that. Because if Alex Jones can get sued for saying it's fake and then get sued for that, 
that is a way of wrapping the public's mind around the idea. Well, if Alex Jones can, if Alex Jones says it's fake and he gets sued and he and he loses and he he has to actually pay the parents, then that means that he was like it's kind of like a logic twist. And so you think, well, if Alex Jones. Gets yeah, because any doubt that maybe he was wrong and. Yeah. Because if he was right, how could he be sued? You know, you go yeah. on these, all, you go on all these like, these gymnastics with it. When the premise is when, he, I, okay. So that makes me think that what he was saying was correct, but his details were, were way off. You know, because it it probably I I don't know his total argument, but. Well, yeah, but that's that's not his whole purpose of being. Yeah. So he can have the the, the, the the gist of the story may be right, but but. But the details get, get intentionally screwed up, yeah, so people can people, so people can you know the poster boy for you know the conspiracy-minded person. When I first got involved with this world, right, I this, this 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 Twitter, you know, human vibration world, or whatever. And, and when I was speaking to my normal friends, mm-hmm. their first thought, the first thing that came back to me was, "Is oh, you're you're one of these Alex Jones people," mm-hmm. and I never I never paid attention to Alex Jones. <laughs> I, I never. And I, luckily enough, I never the first one of the first rabbit holes I really fell down was 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 uh was yours, <laughs> John Bonet. Yeah, I, I was I was not in this world. God bless that fake little girl. <laughs> David Ike. I never really I never got into any of that stuff. Yeah, David Ike was always very off putting to me. I wanted to believe his stuff because I felt like there was some. He's probably you know a lot. His, some some. We've always talked about how there could be a little bit of truth mixed in a lot of a, like a needle in a haystack sort of thing. So I don't want to dismiss anybody because if they're in our faces, then they're meant to distract. But the double edged sword, the other side of the coin, is they have to have a little bit of truth baked in. You know, they always kind of put it in our faces. So we have to be we have to be really discerning about about how we take in our idols and like what are they really there to do? Were they? I was well into David Ike at one point. Thought he he was like really on like our side but then you start to see what he really is don't you do you know yeah i think so and do you remember that picture we seen of him where he looked like he was cgi and he was <laughs> yeah. stood with like the purple it, all purples and his skin was basically turning purple and he, yeah. he talk about lizard people he looked like kind of like a lizard person not that i believe in that i definitely don't but i think that he was like designed to look very very odd very unnatural yeah and he's talked about the colors before, but he never hit on. And Rambo, you you kind of brought that up. He ne- he never hit on purple, but he talked about turquoise being the color of of truth, I think. Um, yeah, kind of what we see in the purple as yeah. I have to. Yeah, I, have to keep my, I have to keep my eye out for that. I, I haven't really, I haven't thought about that until just now. But I'm gonna keep my eye out for that. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Murph? I'm saying he's almost like he could be anything that people want him to be because he's also. He's also a woman, according to the tranny people. Yeah. Right? Kind of a Bill Gates character, too. Like, Bill Gates gets, him and his wife get transgendered all the time, and, they, and they're kind of positioned to have an evil villain foe, you know, hero villain. You see that about every every single celebrity, don't you, though, really? It, it makes them real if you say that they're actually trans, when really they're not at all anything. They're just actors. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting question. Maybe the whole transvestigation psyop originated as a specifically to reinforce the fact that these fake people are real by bringing up these other these other these other uh, red herrings. That's an excellent right. point. Right. And there, yeah. 
to these accounts to these accounts on Twitter that specialize in this tranny stuff, that sick sick mind sick way of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. They're they're the ones who call people like us shills, saying that that, that we're denying that the way the world really operates mm-hmm. and keeping our followers in some kind of unicorn <laughs> vibration. A, some sort of vibration woo-woo world yeah yeah right wiggy waggy mm-hmm. shot right? uh, you're onto something i think that there is a lot of manipulation in those images like they're just pulling images off the internet and and but i think that those those images are specifically manipulated to look that way and so they're thinking they're onto something but they're just kind of falling down into a type of rabbit hole that was designed designed for exactly that, designed for us to fall down and kind of lose ourselves down. And I think the transvestigation world, it, it's kind of, it's kind of, we talked about cartooniness, being cartoony, things being cartoony in the conspiracy world. And like the Pizzagate stuff was really cartoony. And then I think the transvestigation stuff, some of it gets kind of cartoony. And I think some of the images are like extra manipulated. It's like, I don't know. I mean, okay. Yeah, Here's... some of the pictures where it looks like, oh, there was breasts here and stuff like that. It just looks fake, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen some like that where I'm thinking it doesn't, it's not real. It's being made to look like that. But it, 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 it's, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting uh, whole narrative, not narrative, but way of looking at things because part of me wants to ask the people that espouse it, mm-hmm. what's the purpose even if even if Tom Cruise has a vagina, how does it affect me? <laughs> well, I can guarantee you that like, phrase has never been uttered the before. Up, up is down, and that I think that would be the argument. Well, up is down, and it's an inverted world, and it's it's I, hell. We're living in hell. But even if it is, what's the purpose of just finding out everything is crap without it? Because I guess the point I'm trying to say is that it it, it makes that point. But never brings it beyond that. Mm-hmm. So you're left in this this dark hole of just nastiness. There's no yeah. there's no direction out of it. There's no they're not saying, look, these people are sick and they need to be fixed. The situation needs to be fixed. It's just saying this is sickness. This is disease. Everything is twisted. Everything's nasty. It's a very very nihilistic, depressing angle. And to your, I think you're right. And to that point, if these characters don't even exist, you know, they keep telling us how bad humans are. They keep telling us how sick and twisted we are, and how evil the whole world is, and how murderous and everybody is, and how sick and twisted all the all the murderous pedophiles are. And it's just like, oh my gosh, and humanity is just wrecked. They they paint this picture, but if all of these people behind, that are that are being painted in this light are characters and not even really real and so all the major stories we get of these horrific things are based on characters that don't exist it's just like the Grimm's fairy tales we're living in kind of like a, a modern day Grimm's fairy tale where you know and it's also like M. Night Shyamalan's The Village that movie where basically the whole the townspeople are kept from ever going into the forest simply by keeping up stories of of, of evil that exists within the, within the woods. All they have to do, and it doesn't have to actually exist, just these ritualistic behaviors around it, all of these kind of, you know, these sac- these, these, these sacred, you know, um, utterances, of, you know, these he who shall not be named, you know, you create a villain and you create a scary story around it and people will be imprisoned by their own fear. I think we're kind of experience, experiencing a version of, of fear-based imprisonment with with everything we've been talking about, and I think that that's why they do all this stuff. Why they keep, why they always tell us that humans are, <laughs> we're way past us saving. You know, we're all messed up. What's up and down, up is down, and down is up. And 
um, gender doesn't, there are no genders and, and, and it doesn't matter. There is no uniqueness and uh, it's all to make us not really realize how truly unique and special we are. And I don't really, I think to a point gender at a certain point doesn't matter. I think that every single person is just unique. Do we not think it exists at all? Because there is some I look at and I think maybe like Blue, Blue Ivy, the Jay-Z daughter, is it, it's like they're trying to purposely make her look like a boy. I definitely, think. definitely. I see that. It's basically Jay-Z in, in a childlike form. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they've put the kind of pushing that it looks like a boy and it may turn out to be trans or something, Joe, when it's older. Do you know, I feel like that mm-hmm. kind of storyline's coming with it. But the, the rap world is in the hip hop, they're full of that right now. The guys wearing dresses and the, the, the little Nas X guy, whatever, with his, mm-hmm. his devil shoes. Oh, gosh. Well, we, you know, this goes back to what we were just talking about earlier with the influence being the influence of the entire country um being being swayed through the the very 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 strong ship of, of hip-hop in the media and i think that the the same wave that we all rode back in the gangbanger days when we were like constantly hearing about the the the, the murders happening and the, the the kind of the gang violence and the the cop the 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 cop crime and I mean, it was all de- also during like such a, 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 a civically civic unrest time with the OJ trial, and, um, even before that with the Rodney King, especially when the, during the Rodney King um, riots. Oh my gosh! And like, I feel like rap is a delivery system, is a delivery system for the public for how we should be feeling. And right now, they're telling us that like the devil's taking over with Little Nas X and issues. Merck, you're exactly right. Like, it hmm, there's some sort of there's some sort of communication channel through rap. That puts us in our uh, a space, puts us in a, in a place. And, and, and people look at that, right? And 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 their takeaway, like when I saw that on 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 social media or on Twitter, is you guys don't see the the six six six. You guys don't see this this blatant devil worship that they have going on. Like in other words, like they're trying to that they look at it as the mocking thing. Mm-hmm. That oh, um, we're not supposed to see that, and I'm seeing something I'm not supposed to see. Right. And right, like, they put it every, in your face because it's fake. <laughs> everything about it there is you're supposed to fucking see it. They're just not getting the real point of it. But, 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 but to, to bring me down a notch, I don't know the real point of it either. I mean, other than something, it's like like a like a a, a, a a riddle in a way that like kind of separate people. Like all these puzzles are put there, and they're kind of kind of delineating who can figure out the puzzle and who can't. That's the best thing I've come up with it right at this point. I mean. I don't think it's deception. I don't think it's deception meant to hurt people. I think it's deception meant to figure out who the hell. I don't want to say it. Say it. Say I it. think really it's very easy to think that there's like there's lands beyond the ice wall, right? That we don't know about, <laughs> and and there's like like humanity kind of lives in a kind of better state than it is now, mm-hmm. and all this information is here, and all of, like we're all sitting there on on social media on Twitter like talking about how. Awful the world is, and they're all over there saying, "Okay, good. All those morons. Let's keep them over there." Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a few people can escape. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I don't believe in an ice wall because I don't. I, I don't because that's like flat Earth model, and I'm kind of I'm kind of in a weird like. Ugh, it doesn't really matter. The shape is. I, I don't know if there is a shape. 
Um, metaphorically think, speaking, metaphorically. yeah, some sort of barrier, the edge of the, the edge of the video game system. Yeah, right. our, 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 whatever they tell us our barrier is, whatever that is, we never go there. Yeah, that's a really interesting concept. Um, and oh, that's like, but that's how this whole thing is designed. I think you just hit, I think you just brought up a really awesome thing is like this whole place is designed to, so we don't test our boundaries. Yeah, it's designed. Yeah, to, you know, like, uh, part of me thinks like all the famous people who know that, like, the one eyed symbolism, everything like that, mm -hmm. like, the, part of it part of getting into the game is like finding out like this weird stuff <laughs> and you just can't talk about it i guess I, I mean, because what else could this stuff be what else could it be i mean i do think it's a game to see to see who can figure it out who can figure out the game you know uh that's where I, that's where my mind's at at the moment it's some sort of labyrinth it's a it's a it's a, a our consciousness is kind of a, a shared experience but we're all we're I don't know if there's that many of us. I don't know that there's that many of us who are on, who are meant to be on this very specific labyrinth journey. Um, and I kind of wonder, it kind of goes to the NPC conversation, you know, how many people really are out there? Are, are there, are there back, are, are a lot of the people we encounter, you know, you talked about the highly educated dum-dums, you know, the people that, and the guys in the park wearing two masks, you know, this is so unnecessary. It's as, as I'm encountering people just living their life and, and, and hundreds of people outside were not wearing a mask in a state that does not require masking. You know, you're in a state that's highly locked down. People are still highly, highly masked, double masked, you know, intelligent, highly intelligent individuals. Are these people incapable of being reached? And if so, are they designed as such? The fact of the matter is this, is what, is what this is showing is number one, even if in New York, even if they, even if they came out tomorrow and said that masks aren't required, Mm -hmm. These people would still would still be wearing double masks. Yes, right. They would. Mm -hmm. Because it's like it's like it's almost like like who can be stupider? Who can be more ignorant? They're in a battle. But then, if you can't wake up now to any sort of thing, you're never going to wake up, are you? You've got no inkling of what's going on, and then you're not ever going to wake up. I don't think now. 2020 was the year of extraordinary clarity, of of clear vision, of perfect vision, as they say. Clear visions, 2020. That was foretold many, that was always foretold. That was part of the narrative, I think. It's, it's funny because like people who, like people who I, I started uh, friendships with mm -hmm. merely based upon in the early days mm -hmm. after I first found you guys mm -hmm. and I was keyed on to, and I was basically running around basically, basically copying and pasting Rambo's uh, <laughs> island video. That's a fun game, yeah. And, and part of me was like hesitant to do it at first because mm -hmm. everybody would, I would just get gang stalked by everybody being like, oh, you know, the children, we gotta save the children. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. This crazy, what you know, people don't exist. You get out of here with that. But, and I would go to like every, all these Q accounts that would talk about this stuff and just be like, guess what guys? Epstein never existed. And then, and then, and then, and then attach Rambo's material. <laughs> And, and 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 tag Rambo so he'd have to be forced to respond if anybody. Oh, Rambo, and you were so good at that too. You always, yeah. Oh, can you imagine the time suck? But that's good. Imagine how many people you brought out of the depths. You know. But but the, but the people. But the funny thing is that some a lot some of the people were the people who I had arguments about mm -hmm. because I would post that and they would come to me and argue about it in my DMs. Oh yeah. yeah. Now some of those people are my closest, like you know, closest, like you know. You know, friends, yeah. From, I mean, whatever, digital That's friends or whatever. And nice. and just the other day, they were, they sent me a message and asked me what I thought about the back stuff, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, uh, you haven't, you know, you haven't seen like uh, everybody knows, like you know, whatever. I said, well, what do you think? And the guy came back to me, he's like, I think it's all fucking fake, man. 
guy in the beginning who had such a big problem with me thinking that I was this everything is fake person. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, and I, I wrote back to him like, you see, you see how the tables have turned, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it when the student becomes a teacher. It, ha- it always happens. And it's always the ones that get you at the beginning. They just don't want to, they push, they push, they push. And then there's always like a turning of the tide. And I think there's a really, it, I, I've noticed that there's always a respectful discourse, which is, which is beautiful. And that's why I'm so glad we, we answer our stuff. We, we, we answer questions through the comments, through the DMs. Like we are very involved in the education. And, and like, and we run all of our accounts independently. That Like a lot of work goes into each of our accounts. And, but I, res- I see you guys, like, it's, it is work. It's like, a, we're, 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 we're hard at work at this truth-telling enterprise. And I, I'm so proud. I'm really proud. If you were to, like, add up all of the text, every character, like, add up every single keystroke of every single thing, that every answer we've ever done. I mean, that's, talk about volumes. Talk about a library. Talk about, like, new media. It's a lot of energy. That's a lot of words. Even plus all the podcasts that we've, that, that between the three of us, you know, it's pretty cool. And not just this one, but, um, you know, the whole community. Oof, it's neat. Yeah, yeah there's a lot got into it, haven't you, really? You okay like that? <laughs> it's just cool because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we have all this cool stuff. And, you know, like, you don't really think about it, you know, and you don't really think about it when you're when you're tweeting all day, but then you're like, oh man, I've written a lot today. <laughs> There's a I yeah. could write, I could publish a whole book, which is what I've written today. If I add, you know, if I put all these things on an individual page, feels like that sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's cool because if you sat someone down and said, okay, write a book, they could never do it. No. But if but 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 if but if you basically give them a situation where they can organically speak to people and speak about their own ideas and everything and not be and have like synergy with people, you could actually go back and have, have, have outlines of a book with yeah. different subjects and posts and everything like that. And you, you have the material. a transcript, that conversational style, yeah. You basically have the material to, to, to have it, but it, it's like anything else. If you're not thinking about it consciously, it's, it's very simple because you're having fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because when you're doing the, the best things in life are free. It is true. The best things in life are free. You know, the, the dialogue that you are able to share, once, you're, once you are able to share it, this dialogue's really special. You know, I never was a, I never was able to have these types of conversations, y'all. Like the fact that the three of us get to do this together, like just chat and then call it a show, you know. I don't want to take this for granted, you know. I don't want to take this for granted because I mean, I kind of, I, I like to, maybe I manifested this for myself in a way. Maybe we all manifested this because I feel, I didn't have anybody to talk to. I know that you guys probably didn't have people to talk to about this, you know, specifically this type of this. this no. Yeah. No, no, Twitter's become like the place for it, really. Yeah, we just spread the word, like we, yeah, yeah. And now we, all we do is, t- all we do is talk about it. Yeah, well. Yeah, won't change it. It's, they enjoy it. <laughs> There's so much, so many psyops to go around. Yeah, keeps us on that loop. Yeah, and we'll see what what comes up in the. Coming weeks or whatever, you know. <laughs> sure, there'll be loads. I'm sure we'll have to call an emergency podcast. Yes, yes, exactly. We're going to take a little bit, bit of a break. We're going to regroup. If anything major comes up, we'll do, we will definitely be 
be uh, be sharing our thoughts on it. But we're gonna find other. We're gonna do. We signed up. Realize Radio now has a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube dedicated YouTube page. We're gonna start adding some stuff to that. Some Rambo is gonna make some instru- some some explainer videos about all the CGI stuff. I want to do some presentations too. I love I love making presentations. So I want to record that. I think that'd be fun. Some visual stuff, maybe on the purples or John Bonet or just or space or you know, all the things that I have already created. Put that up there, and then. Uh, potentially like uh, ch- uh, these chats, you know, continue talking about stuff, but not in this long podcast format on Patreon. But we channel. could watch like documentaries, anything, movies, anything on, and talk it down, point out symbolism, stuff, all stuff, kind of stuff like that, and just trash the news. They would trash the media. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Constantly, continue to continue to trash that media. Old guard. <laughs> but I think. You know, I think a rising tide lifts all boats, and I and I think that the old will be replaced by the new if we just shine our light bright enough. The old guard, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure spending this time with you guys, and I can't wait to record with you again. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, can't wait to um, do it again soon. <laughs> all right. Well, this was episode eight of Realize Radio, our last of this season, but we'll be back. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night. Good night. Take care. Okay, bye.